Hello and welcome to the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Kristen and Rebecca. This is a podcast where we talk about glam, glitz, and what life is really like with a crown. This is a podcast for those girls who have inhaled more hairspray than they have oxygen. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your host, Kristen, and I have a special co-host with me today. Her name is Sarah Kelsey, and she is the owner and founder of Rhinestone Lip Gloss in Wapakoneta, Ohio. Sarah started this company with less than $100. Her story from start to finish is absolutely incredible. It completely captivated me, and I know it will you as well. She will create any kind of custom earrings. That is their whole specialty for people. So if you have a pageant gown, if you need a custom earring, they will perfectly match that earring for you and create whatever you can dream up. They are unicorns, as Sarah likes to call everyone who works there, and they really are. I wore these earrings when I won Mrs. Ohio America. So my crowning moment, I am sporting my rhinestone lip gloss. If you have a wedding coming up, if you are an equine person and you ride horseback, these are the most comfortable earrings you will ever wear. And not only does she bling everything out, she is also a best-selling author of the book, The Game Changer, How to Win in Life by Doing Simple Actions. I'm so thrilled to have her. Sarah, thank you so much for coming on today, and I hope everybody enjoys hearing what she has to say as much as I did. Okay, so I don't know how much you know about me or my business or anything, but like I've never entered a pageant. I've never, like not even the county fair, okay? So when I tripped and fell into this pageant world, which coming into at 30, I think I was probably, oh God, 32. So I'm almost 40 now. So um, when I tripped and fell into this pageant world, I was like the new kid at school, right? Didn't know anything about anything. I still feel like I don't know anything about anything except for the way earrings are supposed to look on your body, right? Like that's, that's my niche. But I, this past couple, this past probably year or two, um, I bought my building and all I've ever wanted it to be was basically like a one-stop shop for pageant girls, right? So, because all the earrings are made here in the building. We have our showroom. We have a private pageant consultation room, private wedding consultation room. Now we have the wardrobe, the workshop. Actually, my very first um, weekend with that is tomorrow. Chris Hawks and Stacey Mullinex have rented it out for um, like modeling practice, interview practice, all of that. We have an in-house licensed esthetician and makeup artist, three Airbnbs for, in the building for our clients to fly in and stay with us. And so I'm probably more familiar with your store um, even than you realize because you guys did a custom earring for when I competed at Mrs. Ohio and when I won. And so it was actually really special. Oh, cool. That, yeah, and then um, you guys even created this something for me then when I went to Mrs. America. And um, then I got to wear – I actually – it was funny because it – I didn't mean to wear them twice because it's Mrs. America. And I'm like, yeah, right. I'm obviously not going to wear anything twice. And so I had planned – they went perfectly with my interview outfit. Mm-hmm. And then um, we were – I was getting ready for the Elvis suite, and I was going for this whole Cinderella Look, I just, that's kind of what the I wanted to look like. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I had a, a blue dress. 
I mean, I didn't, I had a whole nother set of earrings that I was going to wear mm-hmm. and I was changing. It must've been interview day. Cause I was changing out of it and I still had them on. And my roommate was like, <gasps> and I let, and it like somehow those earrings just brought it all together. And I was like, I'm wearing them twice. <laughs> that's awesome. That makes my heart happy. And that's kind of our goal. Like I would rather sell you one pair of, and this probably goes against any business sense on the planet. If you had a professional talk to me about this, but I would rather sell my girls one pair of earrings that they wear the snot out of than five pairs of earrings that spend most of their time on a dresser, right. Or in a jewelry box, because we don't spend any money on advertising other than business cards and pamphlets from Vistaprint. That's it. Like this entire company has been completely word of mouth. We have work in 20 countries all over the world through Facebook and Instagram. We don't spend money on ads. Um, I wouldn't even know where to start with that. Frankly, it terrifies me. Um, But the whole like logic behind that is for you girls to wear the earrings out. And it's important that the earrings don't wear you. Right. And this doesn't apply so much with my pageant girls, but kind of like the everyday gals that come in off the street, they want to wear these big, cool pieces. And I'm like, I'd love to take your money, but you're going to be mad. And then I'm going to be upset because you're never going to wear them and nobody's going to see them. Right. So um, I love that you took an interview pair of earrings and ended up wearing them with that blue dress and the Elvis suite, because that's kind of our whole, that's our whole thing, right. Is versatility and comfort, you know, cause I don't want you, I don't want your ears uncomfortable or bleeding or seeping or all the gross things that they do when your earrings are pulling out of your head. Well, and that is the other thing about your jewelry too, is how, I mean, like, you know, I know you know this and I know that's, (laughs) you talk about it a lot, but, um, in pageants, especially one of the tricks of the trade is you carry some aura gel with you and you just numb your earlobes because those earrings just, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's brilliant. No, but I mean, you don't want to do that. That's it. They hurt. It's kind of gross to be honest, and, but it makes them but feel a little better sense. Yeah, because it hurts so bad. Well, I mean, but yours are so lightweight. I don't know how you do it because like there's, I mean, they're <laughs> unbelievably light. Well, and I, our, our material comes out of PA. So the only thing here that we use that isn't from the States are the crystals themselves. And that's because there aren't any crystal companies in the States. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. So our material comes out of PA. Our bases are cut 20 minutes from my studio, from a kid I went to high school with, actually. Um, and then every single crystal, like the bases come here, they're, they're prepped, they're, um, every single stone is set right here in the building, they cure here in the building, they're carded here in the building, they ship from the building, like all of it is right here. And, oh, wow. um, even our different, like, depending on what we're crystallizing. So obviously we do earrings and we do vehicle logos. We've done guns, we've done shoes, we've done a casket. We've done, um, like the word bedazzle makes my skin crawl. Like I hate that word, but it's the best word to describe what we do. And we do it on a level that I don't know. There's one other gal and actually, um, I've taken some of her classes. She's really, really cool. There's a gal in California, um, but other than her, I don't know of anybody else that quite literally makes a living crystallizing. We've done two KitchenAid mixers that are fully functional. Um, when you come in the store, there's a Keurig that's crystallized. Um, up in the main Airbnb, we have a big, we have three Airbnbs, but the big one, it's two bedrooms, it's 1,200 square feet. The handles in the bathroom 
like in the vanity are crystallized. The handles in the kitchen cabinets are crystallized. I mean, we literally stone anything that our clients send us as long as it can be done correctly. Like there are pieces I won't do because I know it's not going to hold up. Right. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to take their money and I'm certainly not jeopardizing my reputation on that. Um, but so to build cost you back around. So depending on what adhesives we're using, those also are all stateside. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, well, I'm very familiar with the KitchenAid mixer because I (laughs) remember seeing it. It's back. So um, we had it. Yes. So we had it in Ocala and then we had it in Denver and then I had it shipped back here. So just to take a look and everything's fine on it, obviously, but um, I think it's going to hang out here for a while. And we've, um, I think we've been, we've been, not I think we have been uh, selling raffle tickets. Uh, one of the local 4-H club group things here, the horse girls, um, part of the money from that is going to benefit their 501c3. So I'm like, you know what, we just need to do something good with this. Um, so yeah, oh, wow. so, but it's here back in the store. So if you're, um, and it'll be here until until it has a new home, until it draws. So, but yeah. And then it's like, okay, now what are we going to do? What next? Right. What can we stone next? That's going to be a fun, cool, practical piece. Right. So. Oh, it's, wow. uh, well, we I'm sure time. you'll think of something <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm sure um, it'll go viral. I hope because... so. The mixer did. Yeah. And what's funny is like, that was the second one we did. And the first one I had like a proper video made, right? Like I hired like a proper videographer and it didn't, it didn't do bad, but it didn't, it was a long, long way from viral. And then I took that video on my cell phone. I want to kind of start from the beginning because yeah. I was on your website and I knew that this wasn't something you like specific, like I knew you didn't go to like art school or anything like nope. that. It was just something that you had a passion for. What I didn't realize is that you speak Mandarin and that's what you went to school for. And I was like, yeah. how did the Mandarin and the, how did all this like, <laughs> how does this tie together? Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, that's okay. So like I said, I have zero background in pageants of any kind. And so um, I, I go to college, right. The first one in my family to go and graduate and all the things. And uh, I have a major, my major was Mandarin uh, interpretation. So in college, that's all I did. Right. And my parents are not entrepreneurs. They both work the same job basically their whole life. Um, so with, with the Chinese, I didn't take any accounting or marketing or business classes because my goal was to, and this is funny because I come from like a small town in Ohio. So I was like, I'm going to New York. I didn't go to New York, um, but I was going to work <laughs> for a big company who had an accounting department, right? Who had a marketing department who, ha- you know, I didn't need to know those things. I had never, ever, ever had the slightest interest in being an entrepreneur, right. Or being a business owner like that didn't, that wasn't palatable to me. I wanted a steady paycheck. I wanted somebody else to take that risk. Right. So, um, I graduate college in 2011 and I actually moved back to Wapakoneta because my dad was sick. I was living in Columbus. I went to Ohio state. And so I moved back here. And frankly, I was really kind of irritated because living in Columbus, I had learned about, you know, like a good martini and raw oysters and, Cameron Mitchell restaurants and <laughs> we don't have that here right Whole Foods things like that we have an Aldi's and a Walmart so I was really mad when I came back home and uh so I came back here and I started dating um uh, a boy we were both into horses you know and my dad was super sick and this is like don't ever do this but we probably rushed the wedding because I did I was I was worried that my dad wasn't going to be there right and so 
after wading through a parade of red flags, but I'm no quitter. <laughs> the, <laughs> the marriage, la- my dad is still here, which is, which is super great. But um, that marriage went south in early 2014. And uh, he was a horse trainer. And so I had acquired the uh, barrel racing horse who I think he paid like 500 bucks for. She was a Christmas present. And in the world of horses, that is like un- unheard of, right? Like you don't, you can't get anything for a horse for 500 bucks. Like that's just crazy. So I had this mare and uh, I'd always wanted to compete at the quarter horse Congress. And he was always like, you're not ready. Your horse isn't ready. Well, I wasn't going to win. Um, so the quarter horse Congress is a month long horse show in Columbus. It's the world's largest single breed horse show. Um, and it's literally the best in the world when it comes to quarter horses. So I thought, you know what? I knew I wasn't going to win. I just wanted to do it. Right. So I pawned my wedding ring to pay my entry fees at that show. So I've always loved like vintage Western fashion. And I've always loved rhinestones, right? Like shiny, obnoxious things. So the local 4-H kids, um, the show, the shirts that we show certain disciplines and horses on are anywhere from three to $9,000 a piece because they're just covered in rhinestones, right? Well, the average 4-H kid isn't going to spend that. So the moms would bring me their shirts and I would, I hate this word, I would bedazzle their shirts up for these local kids, right? And I really liked doing it. And my practice husband was like, why are you wasting your time with that? That's so pointless. And I'm like, dude, I just like doing it. So I had pawned my wedding ring. My mom had made me a shirt and it was like red with black fringe and I put rhinestones on it. And it's actually on display in my studio here. It's on a mannequin with a sign like that has the story. And I was in my hotel room and I was dating a guy. He's my husband now, but I was dating this guy and he um, is a horse dentist. He was flying in the next day. And so I'm in my hotel room killing time. And I had these pair of earrings like from Walmart and I had extra rhinestones. And I thought, I'm just going to, I'm just going to E6000 these these rhinestones onto these earrings from Walmart. Well, I'm here to tell you, ladies, if you take earrings from Walmart and you E6,000 rhinestones on them, it looks like you E6,000 rhinestones. Oh, it's so bad. (laughs) Like, it just stop. Stop that. So, and they're actually, so those those very first pair of earrings are on display with that shirt in my studio and they are literally disintegrating because don't do that. Right. But they're there. And so they're really light. So I made these earrings and I was like, okay, yeah, cool. So the next day I'm running barrels um, on my horse and with these earrings in, and these girls are like, how are you doing that? Like, how are your earlobes not bleeding? And I was like, well, they're really light. Like they don't weigh anything again, never having been a pageant girl. I didn't know that heavy earrings, a were a thing or B sucked, (laughs) you know, like I didn't, I didn't know. So I'm like, well, they're really comfortable. So I took one out, handed them to this girl, and she said, can I buy these off of you? And I said, no, but I'll make you a pair. So that was October of 2014. Six months later, I'm still doing the interpretation thing. You know, I've got my big girl job. I'm adulting. And um, Roger, my husband, he says to me, "Um, you need to make a decision. Because I was getting up at like 4 o'clock in the morning, working on orders, getting ready, going to the office, coming home, throwing like some pizza rolls and Dr. Pepper in my mouth. And going back to stoning these orders that were coming in, right? And he's like, this is this is insane. And I said, I can't leave a 401k and benefits to have arts and crafts time, Roger. Like, this is, this is there's no way this is going to work. And my mom's going to be so mad. Like, when I'm like, hey, um, I know I have all this student loan debt from Ohio State. And I know I was the first one to go and graduate. But 
um, I think I'm going to stop and maybe just, you know, bedazzle things. And so she was like, what on earth? So my husband, Roger, he was, we weren't married at the time yet, but he was like, I, I think you can do it. He said, um, I'll give it six months. He said, if you can get this thing up and running, you can travel with me because um, he travels all over the States and Spain and Europe. He said, you can travel with me and, um, and you don't have to go back to work. And I loved what I did. Right. So this wasn't like a stick it to the man type thing. I, I loved interpreting. Um, but I thought, you know what, I really like this, this crystallization stuff. And if I can travel with Roger, then that would be really cool too. Right. So in February of 2015, I took $85 and I bought my vendor's license and my first package of wholesale Swarovski crystals started a proper Facebook and Instagram page and, and, and everything changed. Uh, I'm, I'm big into not to get super woo, but I'm big into like manifestation. Right. And uh, just a series of really cool events made it so that we were able to purchase the building on land contract when originally it was an absolute hard no. Um, and so that's what we did. Um, but truly, like with $85 and a Facebook and an Instagram page, um, I have work all over the world. We've been in Vogue. Um, last year, I, um, me and a couple other folks, we uh, wrote a book together, and it was an international bestseller in 10 hours. Um, I get to go all over the country and speak to different groups about, you know, um, being an entrepreneur and how you don't have to have, you know, business degree and accounting and I mean, and what's funny is this company was only supposed to be just like a, a little side hustle, right? It was only supposed to be this kind of hobby thing that paid for my horse show addiction. And, and now it's, <laughs> it's my whole life. So when I was, because I didn't have business knowledge, things like cost of goods and determining prices for earrings and all of that kind of stuff, um, that didn't, that never occurred to me. I didn't think far enough ahead. Oh, maybe one day I'll have a staff. Maybe one day I'll have a mortgage, maybe one, you know, so what's funny is everything, everything can be learned without detriment. Have I messed up? Oh, absolutely. But have I, have I messed up to the point of unrecoverability? Not once. And, and I think that's where people kind of talk themselves out of it is, oh man, what if I, what if I go bankrupt? It takes mm -hmm. a lot to go bankrupt. Like you got to try. Do you know what I mean? Because I've made some real dumb decisions with the business and anything that you can learn in college academically, you can learn for free on the Internet. So like I'm a huge fan of podcasts. I'm a huge fan of Audible. Uh, if you asked me like who the, the what the popular song was on the radio, I probably couldn't tell you for the last five years because on my way to work, I'm listening to podcasts on you know, scaling your business, right? I'm listening to podcasts on keeping your employees happy, right? I'm listening to podcasts on tax, I don't say loopholes, but like um, business hacks in the tax mm -hmm. world, <laughs> you know, so yeah. things like that. So it's all on how you use, how you use your time, right? And how bad you want it. But people, and this is a lot of what I speak about all over, they're like, well, I need a big business loan, or I don't have any business degree, or like you're just telling yourself a lie to stay where stay where it's comfortable. So accidentally, for me, accidentally creating a pair of earrings that I, I solved a problem I didn't know existed, right? Because people don't buy they, they don't buy your product. They they buy the solution you provide, right? So mm -hmm. I provide earrings that don't rip your ears out. 
I provide earrings that make you, um, you're not going to have stretched out earlobes in 10 years. I provide earrings that don't get tangled in your hair. I provide earrings that if you ever lose a stone or break one, we fix for free. I provide earrings that if you lose one, you can buy just one because nobody loses both earrings at the same time. I provide earrings that go from interview to ball gown in the Elvis suite, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, our, you our do. clients, our clients, we have corporate attorneys. We have, oh my, we have our pageant girls. We have corporate attorneys. We have um, one of my uh, former gals. She started with me as a rodeo queen. I just saw yesterday she's um, acting in the that show 1923, the prequel to Yellowstone. I saw like, your post yeah, about that like, and I was like, no way. Yeah, yes, Jane started with me. She was Miss High School Rodeo Kentucky. And this girl has just made a life for herself. And what's cool is she's taken my brand with her along the way. And that girl, she had a, there for a while, she was a professional uh, ranch bronc rider. And we stoned her mouth guard. So like, she looked like a, a Nelly. Right. Like she had this hot pink mouth guard (laughs) with all these rhinestones. I'm like, Jane, I don't know if this is going to like, she's like, nope, I wear a face guard, like a, like a football helmet type thing. So she can't get hit in the face. And cause I said, man, I said with, with our crystals, I said, if you get hit in the face, those facets are going to, they're going to cut your mouth. Right. Like let's, that's just basic science. Like that's not good. And she's like, no, I wear a face mask so I can't get hit in the face. And I was like, okay, so we've gotten to, go with her on her crazy journey. Um, I've been in this long enough that girls I made queening earrings for, I've gotten to do their wedding earrings. And now I'm doing tiny little clip-ons for their daughters. And it's just, it's so much more than just shiny lightweight earrings. Like it's proof that you can make a living doing anything you want. Like I literally go all over God's creation because I'd like to make things shiny. Right. And mm-hmm. I've been able to provide, I have, five unicorns here, my girls, um, I have an amazing team of gals that work with me. And, and what happens when you get a staff is they don't work for you. Like you work for them. My job is to make sure we have clients coming down the pipeline so I can continue to provide them with a paycheck. Right. So that's what these earrings have gone from just, uh, screwing around in a hotel room, basically glue and rhinestones on anything that would stand still to I've created an 18,000 square foot building that, pageant girls, rodeo queens, brides, um, and even just like gals that come in our story and they want to be part of it, sit down and design with us. And it's just insane. And I think, oh my gosh, what are the next eight years going to be like? I think sometimes people just need to feel like there's a little bit of hope in something that they enjoy to do. And that's kind of what you're saying. You're like, no, like you can do things. Like don't you tell can. yourself you can't do it for X, Y, and Z. Well, like, and I'm, are you familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk? Gary V? No. Okay. He's probably close to 50 now. He's out of New York. He moved here when he was three years old. His parents came in from Belarus. His dad was a stock boy at a liquor store in New Jersey. And long story short, this kid is the, is, well, he's not a kid. He's grown up. This guy is the epitome of the American dream and he's an entrepreneur and all of this. But what he does is he does not sugarcoat any single thing. And I think, especially for young people, you know, social media, the sword cuts both ways, right? It's a curse and it's a blessing. It's built my company, but it could just as easily destroy it. Right. So Gary Vee is big into the internet and and, uh, social media type things. But one of the things he does is he's very, very real life. Like nobody's coming to save you. Mel Robbins has a little bit of a talk on this. She's like, no one's coming. And that's, 
that's the catalyst right there is nobody makes me get up every morning and post to Facebook and Instagram every single morning without fail, period. Nobody gets me up and makes me come into my office and goes, you know what I need to do today? I need to mop the floors because it's snowy and gross outside and my team is busy building earrings. Like nobody's coming to make you do the things. You can monetize anything. I did it. I'm doing it. I'm continuing to do it. The problem is people want to stay where it's comfortable and where it's safe. And I understand that, especially if you have a family, right? Like you want that reliable paycheck to take care of your kids. And I'm not saying put all your eggs in one crazy basket. But what I am saying is you have a responsibility to those children to teach them how strong they are if they're brave, right? How much they can, they can accomplish on their own. Like I have no safety net. There's nobody paying me on Friday if I don't put the work in. I'm the last, I just started getting a paycheck from Rhinestone Lip Gloss last year. It's been eight years. So the, the trick of that is, are you crazy enough to believe you think you can? And most people aren't. And, and for under, I mean, and I understand why, right? Because our whole life we're told, be practical, be careful. That's not smart. Be safe. Like, and I get it, you know, and you need to be within reason, you know, had I started this company and, and okay, let's say eight years ago, I go to the bank and say, Hey, I've got this idea. I need $10,000. Well, had I done that, I probably would have gone bankrupt because I didn't, I didn't have the experience and the education to know what to do with that $10,000. And here's why. So I would make a, one pair of earrings, right. And I would put them on Facebook. And, and at that time, I think they were like, $30, which I was shocked that people, again, I had never heard of Stephanie Summers, right? I didn't know and her work's incredible. Like her use of color is insane, but I, I didn't know what was quote unquote normal. Right. And I wasn't mm-hmm. really heavy into the pageant world then. So I made a pair of earrings and say, let's say they were $30. Right. And I'd have three gals message me and say, Hey, I want those. So I would take all of their money, make their earrings, send them out. And then maybe I had Maybe I had 40 bucks that I had made in profit, right? Because I didn't know anything about how to price my stuff. And I would take that $40 and I would buy maybe another color of crystal, right? Or maybe a different size of crystal. And so that's how it rolled, right? I took what I had and rolled it, just snowballed it, snowballed it, snowballed it. Had I had a $10,000 loan and just went out and bought the stuff I thought I needed. And this building is full of ideas I had that didn't pan out. And not Mm -hmm. that they won't ever, but they haven't yet, right? So I needed the education. I needed to learn. Here's the styles people like. I needed to learn, hey, fish hooks aren't like super popular in the pageant pageant world. You girls like something that covers the earlobe in a more finished manner, right? Rodeo queens, they don't care. They'll wear whatever, right? So I didn't have the education. Had somebody said, yeah, hey, here's 10 grand. And then I would have been behind the eight ball, right? Because then I would have had debt. I would have had a loan to pay and I wouldn't have had the education to have the income coming in to take care of that as well as grow the business. Right. So I think people think, Oh, well, I need a big chunk of money to start. No, you need to start. You need to start and you need to figure out what works and figure out what doesn't without a bunch of money on the table. Does that make sense? And it can be done. I did it. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it. So I think, you know, oh, I need business. I need a, I need a loan to start a company. Oh, I need business experience. Oh, 
my town is too small. Uh, no, Karen, it's not because social media exists now, right? Like, I think there's around 10,000 people in my town. Um, and what's interesting is the, the, one of the main reasons I bought the building, number one, we needed space, but number two, I wanted to create a destination boutique. I live in a real life Hallmark town. Every single storefront in my downtown is full and it's open and it's cool. We've got an extreme milkshake place across the street. We've got coffee. We've got restaurants. We've got boutiques. We've got two three-story antique malls across the street from each other. Every single one of those in which is walkable from our store. So my goal, in addition to the rest of everything, is to bring people to towns that if you watch the news, you think have all disappeared, right? Mm -hmm. So all of that has been done with, with no loans until I needed one for the mortgage, right? And so that's what's, that's what's crazy is people, there's all these reasons not to, where if you zoom out and you're like, you know what, there, there is a way to do that. There, there really is. And, I, and we've done it and we teach it. So I, I think people understandably stay where they're comfortable because it is scary, you know, and I think, and I still get nervous and I think, man, what if this doesn't work or I don't know, fill in the blank, you know, and in 2020, Swarovski closed all their house accounts. We were, we were contracted with them. We paid an ungodly amount of money in licensing so that every single one of my pieces had its own serial number with Swarovski. I bought the building in August of 2020, late November, they call and say, hey, we're closing all our house accounts and you've got 30 days. I'm like, what? So in 30 days, I, I, I called them and I said, hey, uh, can I like take out a loan and bulk buy, right? Can I buy $100,000 worth of rhinestones? And they said, nope, you can only buy 50% of your previous year's purchases, well, by that time, I'm like, that's going to last me four months, you know, because we've mm -hmm. grown and we have this new building and all of these things. So instead of, I mean, that right there would have been the perfect exit had I wanted to. And everybody would have understood. It would have made sense. I could have, you know, exited with, with my head up and people would have understood. But it never entered my mind. Like, this is what I do. I might as well just cut my leg off, right? So instead, we get on the intranet and, and we get looking. You know, how to create our own stone line. How do we, you know, how do we, how do we keep this from ever happening again? Right. Cause I didn't want to get into bed with another brand because who's to say, you know, in three years, Preziosa is not going to do the same thing. So there's a lot, like you're always going to have something that's on fire and, and that could have easily bankrupted the company. Right. It could have easily shut it down. I could have chosen right then and there, Hey, you know what guys, it's been a good run, but I don't know what else to do. They ripped my contract, basically everybody's. Um, and, and we don't know what to do now. But, but that, just never, that just never crossed our mind. And you have to be crazy enough to just not. No doesn't mean no. No means not right now. Or it means not with you. So when Swarovski said no, I'm like, okay, we're not continuing with you. But that doesn't mean I have to stop, right? So... Um, now we have our, you know, our own stones and we can, we can sell those loot. We sell them bulk to other designers and whatnot. But as long as you are, are, I want to say allergic to average and just, I don't even think of failure. Failure to me, I mean, I'm, they're going to have to kill me because I'm not going to stop. And I have an unhealthy obsession with this company because I love what I do and what's happened, like I said earlier, is it's gone from shiny earrings to 
proof that you can make a living doing anything. And I don't have children, but as a theoretically, as a parent, there's other women in the industry that are doing more than what I'm doing with toddlers in tow. So mm-hmm. people are like, Oh, I, I can't do that. I have kids. Yeah, you can, you know, Grant and Elena Cardone, perfect example, 10 X they're crazy, but they get it, you know, and they're bringing their two daughters up in that world to show them nobody's coming. You have to put in the work, but there is no such thing as work without reward. That doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like that's a universal law. So if you put the time in and you put the energy in and you do it from a, a good place in your heart, you know, not, you don't do it to put somebody out of business or you don't do it to hurt another person, like going to carry you through. Um, and the earrings, that's just the vehicle for that message. That's all that is. Um, and it's just been a really cool adventure the past eight years. I've met some incredible people and I can't wait to, I mean, we're just getting started and, and yeah. I, I dig it. It's just, it's so cool. So now that the other side's done, we have the, the wardrobe, which is a consignment. I didn't realize that there was no brick and mortar for like pageant consignment. I'm like, cause I love the stuff you guys wear, but I don't, it, it doesn't make sense for me to go buy it new. Right. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't have, I don't have a pageant to wear it to. So we, we had an empty space. We created a space where the new girls can bring your pieces in, consign them with us and shop other, like we've got all kinds of Sherry Hills over there, beautiful pieces, pageant pieces. Um, and then we have that workshop area, which it's hard floors and mirrors, and you can rent it out to practice with your coaches and directors have rented every single weekend in March is booked, which is insane to me with directors bringing their whole group of girls in because it's a big open space and everybody fits right. And there's room for pizza or whatever you want to eat, you know, and it's just a good space to get everybody together and practice. And so we've literally taken every square inch of this building. We have a licensed esthetician, same thing. She's a professional makeup artist. She does facials. Like we, uh, Rick Martinez and Chris Hawks and Jorge. Oh, Jorge. What's Jorge's last name? It's out of Florida. Do you know who I mean? No, (laughs) Okay. but they came up and were, yeah. So, so they're coming up, you know, so we've got everything the girls can need to have their makeup done for when the, exactly for if they don't, if they want to bring their own hair and makeup, obviously that's fine. But if not, we've got a girl here that can do it. So that's, that was the goal. And if you'd have told me two years ago when I bought the building, that that's what it would turn into. I mean, I wanted that. I was like, yeah, I'd love to have that someday. That sounds really cool, but everything has fallen into place. We rented that other storefront out for gosh, probably a year and a half. And I thought, well, this gal is probably going to be here for five years. And what's cool is the universe was just like, Hey, you know what? We're just going to fill this place up with another storefront. It's going to create an income for you so that when you're ready, so this gal exited, she was just like, Hey, boutique life is not for me. And I get it because there's a lot to it. So it timed out perfectly that when she exited, we had the experience, we had the financials, we had the contacts, you know, we needed the pageant girls to bring us garments for the consignment store. Otherwise it would have been empty. You know, we had everything we need. The timing is always there. As long as you're like looking ahead and moving forward, you have to do the things right. You can't lean on a shovel and pray for a hole. That's not how it works, right? Mm-hmm. You have to do the things in the place. So in two years, it's gone from, yeah, that'd be really cool to I'm looking at it. Like I'm, I'm tangibly touching it. I'm watching these people come through the door. I'm seeing my Airbnbs full. Like, and people, I think you have to be a little touched in the head to believe it. But if you're crazy enough, if you do that, right, if you believe in it, and again, not to get super woo, but everything will line up. 
and it will fall into a place if you don't talk yourself out of it because you're terrified. And I think the day I stop being scared, I'll quit. I, wow. I really do. Because that, that fear, that's what, get, and I love what I, I am obsessed with what I do. I love it. But that fear of, you know, I know I have to do the things and even not even knowing exactly what they are, but literally getting on YouTube, like my uh, normal podcast microphone isn't cooperating. So what do I do? I get on YouTube. What is wrong with my Movo? You know, there's an answer for everything. You just have mm-hmm. to be willing to type it in. And, um, and, and that's, I think, the difference with people who stay with the job they hate or hate their Mondays or they get the, what is it, the Sunday sadness where it's like Sunday afternoon, you're like, man, I got to go back to work in the morning. Like, you can change that, but you have to do it. Nobody's coming. Nobody's going to come. No, I don't get an email from Jesus every morning that says, hey, Sarah, here's what not to do. Here's how to keep your company in the black. Like that doesn't happen. I do the best I can with the information I have at the time. And that's all anybody can do. Mm -hmm. So uh, after that Friday morning rant, I guess I just, it hurts my heart that people are living this one life that we get just like, like this is the the practice round, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's not like, this is the only, what's the date? Friday the what are we third friday the third my calendar's on next week already good boy this is the only friday march 3rd of 2023 we're gonna get ever ever and whether you're spending that time building a business to make things better for your kids teaching them real life skills teaching them the people skills teaching them hey you have to follow up with emails or you have to do the things like people i feel like are just kind of skating along and Mm -hmm. it hurts my heart because there is, there is so much more like, it's so cool to be happy every single day that I hope everybody gets to feel that because it's, it's just the most amazing thing, but you gotta, you gotta step out, right? You gotta Mm -hmm. step off the ledge and, um, and, and do the things again, do the best you can with the information you have at the time, because that's all anybody can really do. And, just watch how your life blows your mind every single day. I think everything that you're saying really resonates, especially with people who do. I mean, of course I'm a pageant girl, so I'm going to say this, but people who do pageants, in my opinion, tend to have an attitude of, well, I'm going to go out and do it. I'm going to figure out how to do this. I'm going to figure out what I need to do. So everything that you're saying, and it can be, you know, really frustrating when they're kind of out of the pageant world, because when you're in the pageant world, you're surrounded by all these people that feel kind of the same way about hard work and what you need to do to get to your goals. And I, especially, honestly, especially some of these like teen and myth who do a million volunteer hours and my God, I'm like, how do you school and they just figure it out. Yeah. Yep. That's the thing. Like they, and they have like a part-time job. Yes. Right. And they make it to church every Sunday and you're like, God, light. No, I, yeah. I agree with you. And you, then you go out into the world where I feel like pageant girls, when you're in that realm, like you said, it's um, you're kind of all in the same aquarium, right? Like all the fish match, right? All of you women, women who do pageants, in my experience, tend to be more driven. They tend to be hungrier, if you will, right? And then you get out of that, right? Somebody dumps that aquarium into the ocean 
and you're like, where's everybody else like me? There used to just be a bunch of everybody. And now it, it really, and it becomes lonely, you, you know, mm-hmm. and like, I'm 38. I'll be 39. I don't have children. I love my husband. He's just a unicorn. That man is so amazing. And I love what I do. Well, most women my age want to get together with their girlfriends because they, their kids are driving them crazy. Their husbands are driving them crazy or they hate their job. Right. So we get together with girlfriends and cocktails or whatever. And we just, we just complain about all of that. Right. We just dump all of that out. Well, I love what I do. I don't have any children to irritate me. And, and I love my husband. Like we are best friends. Like we are that couple that makes you throw up in your mouth. Like true story. So nobody really wants to hang out with a girl that is just happy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or, um, yeah, I travel a ton. Like I got back from Texas on late Monday and I leave again for Utah like next week. So, and I'm here for a few days to, you know, kind of touch in on home base and make sure everything's good. Take care of the things I need to take care of. And then I'm gone again. So like our pageant girls come to the building, right? Our pageant and our brides and all of that. Cause we do a lot of wedding jewelry. Um, and so they come here. Well, Ohio is, is definitely not a heavy rodeo queen state. And that's the demographic that built me. Right. So I go to them, I go to Texas, I go to Utah, I go to California, I go to Idaho to bring the brand to them because rodeo queens, and I've watched them do this. They will, they will put a pair of hoops in their, in their head from target and walk on stage. So they're, they're a little bit different than you girls, right? Like every single, like the earrings matter and, and earrings matter to rodeo queens, but not, not on the same level that it does to you girls, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I go to them. I've created a space for my brides and my pageant queens to come and prom girls too, you know, come to us. But a lot of it is just like we were talking about with the girls that do all the volunteer work. It's just, it's time management. We all have the same 24 hours in the day and it truly is. How can you make those hours work for you? in a healthy manner. Right. I'm not saying mm-hmm. get three hours of sleep. Cause I don't, I, I sleep, I go to bed about nine every night and I'm usually up. Oh, if I had to probably five thirty, give or take mm-hmm. as an average, sometimes it's three, sometimes it's six, but um, usually around five 30, that's when my body's like, okay, let's get up. Let's go. You know, well, and the and first you know thing what? I do is check it's email. Funny. Well, we, yeah. Cause you texted me at six. This mm-hmm. morning, actually. And, I, I and then mean, I was like, oh, crap. I shouldn't have done but, that because not no, everybody no. operates like that. <laughs> but it was funny because I feel like you can always kind of like, like, so Christy Miller Nunn is the Ohio director. Yeah, for, she's fantastic. And it's funny because I had texted her early this morning even. And then your your first instinct is, oh, shoot, maybe. Like you yeah. just said, you're like, oh, it's yeah. like early. But it's like, no, like Christy was, Christy's like, I've been up. Are you kidding me? I was like, Christy like, probably run half a marathon by then. Yeah. Like she's, she's and then like you texted me I at six and I'm like, and I'm like, there was something about it that just like made my heart happy where I'm just like, oh, she's like up and moving too. But it's like, the group that gets it, you know, it's right. just like what we talked. It's the group, you know, could I sleep? I mean, my body probably wouldn't let me, but like, could I, could I sleep in until eight? Because I don't here's the thing is I don't have to be at work, right? Nobody's making me come to the office. I could sit and uh, have a late breakfast and watch days of our lives. If, uh, is that even still on? I don't know. But I don't know, but I love that you just said that because you know I grew what up I mean? in that like, era too. Yeah, right? Like Bo. Um, so I, uh, like nobody's, again, nobody's coming. Nobody's making me come to my office. Nobody's making me 
manage my time. Nobody's making me get up. And the, the trick is, I think, is having enough, and I want to say self-discipline, but I really lack, like, I have self-discipline in some really strange places, obviously a lot with the business. But when it comes to food, I got nothing. You hand, I will like literally come off the treadmill and shove a cupcake in my mouth. I don't even care. And I eat like an unsupervised toddler. I really do. Um, and my husband, thank goodness, is a great cook. And he's, he, we get all of our beef local, you know, and he's all about like eating healthy. And he's like, what'd you have to eat today? And I was like, two Reese's cups and a uh, Dr. Pepper. And he was oh like, my gosh. You know, so like, I, I think like self-discipline, I am so far from the girl that has it all together. Right. But when it comes to, comes to RL, when it comes to the brand, man, I'll take David Goggins on. I read a um, Phil Knight. He, I read his uh, autobiography. It's called Shoe Dog, um, and he started Nike. And there's a quote in there, and he said, "Somebody might beat me, but they're going to have to bleed to do it." And I have it like on my desk. Like it's taped to my desk. Like I love, I love David Goggins as well. Oh my god, that and dude's a David freak, Goggins girl. <laughs> Same. I am like, he is like, I want to be that fit, but then I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> well, but. His, some of his philosophies can, you oh, know, without be, question. Yes. You, you don't yes. have to necessarily use it for exercise, but I will not, but I do <laughs> he, because he's so I right. Not. Like, and he taught, here's his quote and um, the language in it's kind of sketchy, at least for, I mean, I appreciate the language, but I'm always cognizant of what I put on social media. Cause there's some littles, you know, little, mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, I don't want their mom's mad at me, but he was like, if you want to be the, the baddest at what you do, you're going to be misunderstood. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many, I don't want to say friendships I've lost, but um, how many times people are just like, we we didn't realize you really were this crazy. And I'm like, yeah, like crystal research, um, Pantone color palettes, you know, what colors are trending. Like when you come in to have custom earrings designed, you're going to be like, what is, it's like that, that scene in the book from Harry Potter, the first one where he's getting measured for his wand and they're like measuring in between their eyeballs and all this. Like, that's what we do. Like I will measure from your earlobe to your collarbone. And then I'm going to make you put your gown on and I'm going to look at those lines and I'm going to look at the shape of your face. And I'm going to look at how tall you are. And I'm going to look at what the curvature of your ear is. Like we're like, it's, it's ridiculous. And, and then that's just to get the shape. Right. And then we get into the colors and there's no such thing as red. I've got 11 shades of red right? Because the lighting Mm -hmm. matters. And so that's like, that's my David Goggins chapter right there is if you just want shiny earrings, go, go to Kohl's, go someplace else. Cause that's not what we do here. But if you need a piece of accessories, whether it's a cuff or a necklace or earrings that, that you put as much time and intentional thought and design in as you did choosing your gown. Now you're in the right spot. And that's very true with even your unicorns, because I actually worked with one of them. You were out of town and I was in there and I brought my gown and um, because I wanted a custom pair made. Mm-hmm. And we, we walked to a couple different areas in the store because my gown was a velvet royal blue, but mm-hmm. the stones on it, I don't know how to describe them. You would know. They're, they were like a blue AB almost. Okay. It was very like, they were very interesting. And so what she ended up doing was she took the extra stones from my gown and color matched my velvet and then sprinkled in some stones mm-hmm. from my gown. And 
so that they truly, truly were the perfect match. Well, we don't gown. do close. Like, and you'll see that on social media. Like, I will walk away from a sale. Like, if I can't build you something that is, because here's, nobody ever says, oh, your, your dress doesn't match your earrings. It's, your earrings don't match your dress. And then it looks, it makes us look like we don't know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and I've worked too hard for this, for this brand. I will not compromise the reputation for a few hundred dollars. Like, I'll just tell you, hey, I, I can't build what you need. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times um, the quality of stone, just like anything else, you get what you pay for. So what hurts my heart is some designers, they'll have this beautiful gown, stunning, and they'll put just trash crystals on it. They're not even crystals. They're like acrylic and they're kind of cloudy and they kind of glint if the sun hits them just right, but they don't add anything to the dress. And then when we go and try and pair, because um, we still have a pretty healthy stash of Swarovski, right? So when we go to throw a pair of of earrings and maybe it's got some Swarovski crystals and maybe it's got some of ours and it's maybe it's got some Preziosa in order to capture all of the depth. And then the stones on the gown are, if you think just of a scale, of, they're just, yeah, they're flat. Mm-hmm. And now, it, now you really don't match, right? Cause now you've got these beautiful crystal, I mean, blind you earrings. And all that does is accentuate the fact that there are plastic dots on that gown that they're calling rhinestones. And mm-hmm. it guts me. So a lot of times we also have to do gown work to balance that out. So we'll take the same stones that we used on the earrings and we will evenly apply them to the gown only like not a ton or however many it takes. Sometimes, sometimes it's like a hundred stones and we can get the job done. Right. Sometimes it's uh, like in the case of one of our Miss Ohio contestants, we added 3,700 crystals oh to a gown. Gosh. Oh my gosh. It turned out so cool. So um, I'm sure it was stunning, but I'm just thinking about the work and how long 3,000 crystals took. 3,700 stones. It took Kimmy a couple weeks because she, you know, you have to work on a flat, right? So we put the gown on a mannequin and laid the mannequin down and we would work in sections. And then after they cured, we'd turn it and we'd do another section, let it cure, turn it. So um, like when I tell you that we're obsessed with what we do, that's we're obsessed with what we do truly um but I also best shopping experience (laughs) I I mean like honestly that I had ever had and I I was kind of worried when I was like man like because there wasn't something to match that and she was just like oh that's not a problem like do you have extra stones and I was Mm -hmm. like well yeah like they're still attached to the dress yeah Yeah. and she was like this is what we'll do and I was like Okay. Like, of course I'm not the visionary. So I'm just like, you know what? Like I trust you and yeah. you guys sent them to me and I, that's our job. Our job is to take an box. idea out of your head and, and make it tangible. That's our that job. little black box. It our was little so black pretty. Box. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was so yeah. excited. And they matched. I mean, I'm going to, I'll post a picture on our pageant buzz Instagram again with it because I mean, they were perfect. They could not have been more perfect. And I got my crowning moment in it. With that. I, it was amazing. Well, and then what's cool about this, so we have like a rhinestone lip gloss by cell trade group on Facebook and girls will post stuff in it and stuff gets snatched instantly. It's really cool. But what I love about what we do is so you had that gown and you had the perfect custom earrings made with it. You're probably not going to do a pageant in that gown again. I mean, maybe you mm-hmm. are, but, um, but when you're done with that gown and those earrings, when you sell that gown, you sell those earrings with it. Mm-hmm. And that warranty that we have transfers 
to whomever buys it. So, you know, if you get a gal, yeah. So when I was learning about accessories in the pageant world, um, I, I went to dinner with a girlfriend. Her daughter was the Miss Ohio's outstanding teen 2014. And, and she's actually competing at Miss Tennessee USA this weekend. So really cool watching her go from a teen clear up to, she was a Giovanni it girl. Um, I'm sorry. She made it to the very, very, very last like section of that. Um, but so she's, she's taken my brand, some really cool places, New York fashion week, all of that. Anyways, um, her mom and I were having lunch or dinner in like 20, 2015. And she brought a pair of earrings from the earring designer. Right. And they were incredible. And Karen, the mom said, um, I want you to wear these while we have lunch. And I was like, Oh man, I don't know. These things are too cool. Right. Like what if one falls into my salad or something? I don't know. <laughs> so, so I put these incredible, beautiful, big earrings on and uh, we start to eat and uh, our salads come and I'm talking and my head's moving and I can feel them moving in my head, which earrings are going to move in your head. Right. So didn't think anything of it. Well, um, it didn't fall into my salad, but it did fall onto my steak because the back head, like that disc back mm-hmm. had, had worked off because the earring was so heavy in the front, it, it fell. And I'm like, literally, I'm sitting down, right? I'm having, and I'm like, oh my gosh. She's like, no, it's fine. So I'm working through my food and I'm just becoming really aware that my ears hurt, right? Like this is not, this isn't fun, right? Like mm-hmm. There's, I'm, I'm becoming aware of my earlobes and I don't think ever in my life had I been aware of my earlobes. Right. So I, I said, I said, can I take these out? She was like, yeah, she basically wanted to see how long I could handle it. So mm-hmm. we were talking and I'm looking at these earrings and they're incredible. And I said, so like, what happens if like this falls out on stage? I'm like, do you do just like, do you do like a little curtsy and like pick it up, but like all slick and cool. And she was like, <laughs> No. And I'm like, and she told me what they cost and I about died. And I said, um, you want me to leave? You know, I think that particular pair, cause it was, it was, um, for a certain gown or whatever. It was like $700. I'm like, you want me to leave $350 laying on the stage? And she said, um, yeah, yeah, that's what you do. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. I said, what if the girl behind me is like a mean girl and sees my earring and steps on it? And she was like, well, now you're just SOL. And I was like, no way. And she's like, yeah. So all of these things that I learned, I said, so what happens if you lose a stone? And she was like, well, you just, you're, you're kind of SOL. You, you hope you can find it and like glue it back in. And I'm, so I'm learning all of these holes, if you will. Right. Like mm-hmm. you can't buy just, oh, then I said, if you lose, if you lose one of these, can you buy a single? And they were, she was like, you can't even do that at Tiffany's. And I'm like, Holy cow. So as I'm being introduced to this pageant world, all of these things I'm learning, they're not, it's not making any sense to me. Right. So as I developed my brand and as I built my business, I do my best. And if anybody has any holes that we haven't plugged, please bring them to my attention. Um, you know, I, as I built my brand and my business, I've tried to make it as customer centered as possible. Right. So if you lose one earring, you can buy just one. We make them. I can make you one. You don't have to buy a whole nother pair because they're mm-hmm. not made somewhere else where they come in packs of two, right? So if you lose one, you can buy just one. 
If you lose a stone for whatever, I don't care if they go through the washing machine because my rodeo queens are real bad about putting them in their pocket. And then oh they go, gosh. oh, those girls. And that's how I know our earrings are tough because they hold up to me, number one, and our rodeo queens because they'll throw them in the console of their truck and set a cup of coffee on and go down the road. Oh my so, gosh, I can't. Oh yeah. with like, I'm yeah. thinking of my pageant don't, earrings like don't. never. <laughs> no, ours are tough. You don't have to worry about that with ours. So if you lose a stone, right? And in any like embellishment company, that says, oh, our stones never fall off. You, Nobody can say that. Nobody can say that, right? So we're not, I mean, obviously we, we have great quality stuff, but I'm not arrogant enough to be like, oh, that's never going to happen. So if it happens, for whatever reason, we fix it for free. You just ship it to me and I fix it and it goes back out, right? Um, the little girls that start with us and clip on earrings, when they get their ears pierced, you send all your earrings back to me, we'll put them into a post. Right. And then we have like a flip up one. So it goes to your ear and then the post flips up in the back. So like Miss Louisiana, um, she was Miss Louisiana volunteer. She was first runner up at USA. And I just last year, what the heck is her name? Uh, Katriana lineback. So her tumbling, she did tumbling for talent. She tumbled in our earrings on stage, never mm -hmm. lost one. Because we knew what she was doing. Like, you know, and we'll ask, you know, what part is this for? So we put a back on there that not only was securely in her ear, but flipped up so she could do all the, the gymnastics on stage and not worry about a her earring flying across the stage into somebody's drink in the audience, which that's never fun. Um, but it's just, <laughs> just saying. but it's, at the same time, they didn't rip her earlobes out. Can you imagine mm -hmm. tumbling in a pair of heavy earrings? Like, no, ma'am. Right. So even our gown, like our stonework that we do, we do shoes, we do jackets, we do dresses, all of that hoodies. Like if you lose a stone off of anything I apply it to, I'm going to fix it for free. Um, and then, you know, everything's lightweight. Um, just all of the things that we could we could do to make it a better product for our girls. We've done. If it means using rhinestones from your designer off your gown because we can't get a match, then that's what we do. Right. Or if I can't get it perfect, and I mean that if it's not dead on, I'm not going to do business with you. Not because mm -hmm. I don't like you, but because I can't, I, my mom raised me with too many morals. I cannot go to bed at night knowing that somebody who has spent their money with me, who's trusting my brand is going to get something that doesn't like shock them when they open it. Cause they mm -hmm. put all this time and money into pageant prep, right? You know, gowns and garments and coaches and, shoes and all the things hair and makeup and then for me to knowingly cheapen and rob them of their effort that's why we don't have sales we don't have sales because yeah. I have girls and single moms all of it that save up and save up and save up to buy a pair of our work and the minute I'm like oh hey these earrings are 25 percent off I've just robbed them of all of that if you want cheap earrings I'm not I'm not who you need to do business with Mm -hmm. Again, if, if you're looking for a keepsake piece, an investment piece that you can use and know, hey, if something happens, Sarah's going to take care of it. That's what I'm into. This is a long game for me. I want these earrings on Antiques Roadshow. I want your great granddaughter <laughs> to have your blue earrings on Antiques Roadshow. And I'm not making a stitch of this up and, and her be able to pay off her house mm -hmm. because that's what this brand has turned into. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And that's my why. Who would have ever thought Not me. that this would have been, a, well, who would have ever thought that like, that's a hole? I mean, cause I wouldn't mm -hmm. have even thought like, 
oh, I just need to find lighter earrings. It's like, no, you just deal no. with it. I, I know uh, there was a Mrs. Ohio from a few years ago. Her earrings did exactly what you said. Anytime she leaned over, they just fell out. Yep. So before she went on stage, she glued that back. I know that girl. It. She was in my studio and she told oh me that. And she and told I, you about it? <laughs> I, I just looked at her and I thought, you cannot be serious. And I mean, you, but she's got scars on her ears. Yeah, and I'm and, like, I mean, you, there oh were so God. many things that you have to, I mean, but it was just like, well, we just deal with it. You just deal with it. Well, I mean, I know Mrs. Stop World that. or well, she was Mrs. World last year. Yeah. Lynn, um, yeah. She had a custom pair made for her competition. She mm-hmm. won. And then she wore your earrings more than anything else. I, I mean, it, and she doesn't repeat. She outfits. made a post. She made yeah. a post about it. Oh, like, yeah. you, when you bring 10 pairs of earrings and you wear the same one all week, that was probably one of the biggest compliments I've ever gotten as a brand owner. That's, That's my goal. Thing. And again, like I said an hour ago, I would rather sell you one pair of earrings that you wear the snot out of, right? Wear them all the time. And we have, so the other thing is, you know, you get like makeup and hairspray and life and my rodeo queens get arena dirt and mud. And those girls are tough. Like they are pageant girls on horseback and if it's pouring down rain and muddy at the rodeo guess what you're muddy too so we had to come up with a cleaner that would take off hairspray makeup arena dirt all of the yuck and not compromise the adhesive right and also because a lot of our girls have littles like um you know if you're if your toddler gets a hold of it and decides to drink it you're not going to have to call poison control right so we worked and worked and worked and we found we've we've created a really cool pant plant-based cleaner it's all green it's non toxic I mean don't drink it but it's non-toxic to so that it won't kill you but you're probably not going to be very comfortable for a while um I can make better decisions uh but that takes all of that off so that you can keep them shiny and clean right like again filling the gaps right what can I clean this with please don't use Windex and please don't use rubbing alcohol but if, you know, if that's what you have, then that's what you're going to use. So we're like, okay, again, how can we make it easier for our girls? Mm-hmm. So we found, we, we worked with, um, it was actually a, a watch company that turned us on to this stuff. Cause I'm like, Hey, how do you, how do you clean your watches? You know, cause they're super delicate and all of this, but I said, I need something that's going to eat through yuck, right. Eat through, um, hairspray. And you can also, I think it's like 10 bucks a pair, but you can send us in your jewelry, your, your rhinestone lip gloss. Um, and we'll do a spa treatment on them. We'll go through and we will clean them and we will check all of the stones and we will make sure your backs are good and just give them like a whole new spa treatment and send them back out to you if you're not wow. interested in cleaning them oh, yourself. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, that's my fault because I haven't really been really great about telling people that. But yeah, so it's 10 bucks a pair and the girls sit and they go through and make sure everything's still tight, um, get in all that, you know, because there's crevices, obviously. Um, but check your posts, repair the posts if they need repaired. If we think, Hey, you know what, this, this earrings four years old, we're just going to go ahead and replace the post period just to be safe. Um, you know, if, like I said, um, if you go from clip on to post, or if you're in a tragic earring accident and you need to go from a post to a clip on, we can do that. Um, but quite literally anything that our girls or that we have thought of to make it better, we do. Like when you schedule a custom design consultation with us, you get to choose coffee, cocktails, water, wine, or mimosas. And then we do custom charcuterie. So if you're vegan, if you're gluten-free, if you only want to eat meat and cheese, keto, whatever it is, 
like for you and your girls, however many girls you bring, um, like we have all that done because we don't, we want everybody to just have, we want to make memories, right? We want to make memories while creating a tangible piece that you're going to leave with. I mean, you're not going to leave with it that day, but that, that you're going to receive, right? So let's make this fun. Let's have a girl's day, right? Let's, our girl, um, we've got a two bedroom Airbnb and then two one bedrooms. So like, let's have a sleepover. If you want, if you want us to do our earring consultation in your Airbnb, we'll drag everything upstairs. I don't care. We can do it in your pajamas. That's oh, what it's about it. is creating an experience that, why do people go to Kleinfeld's? Because it's Kleinfeld's. Why? Because they've created an experience. You can buy mm-hmm. wedding gowns anywhere. You can buy a wedding gown on Amazon. You can probably get it at the Goodwill, but you go to Kleinfeld's because you're exchanging your time and money to feel a certain way and create memories with people that you love, right? And we're doing the exact same thing in our little Hallmark town, just shinier. Well, next weekend, I am actually going to be at the Ohio America workshop. Yeah, and I'll be in Utah, and I'm really mad about this. (laughs) Like, Christy and I are already like, how can I, unless it gets, unless my flight gets canceled because of snow, I will be in Utah. With, which that just means you have to come again so we can hang I was going to say I'll come again yes. because yeah. now you with especially with the consignment shop because once a pageant mm-hmm. girl always a pageant girl and I have a gala to go to and I'm not going to Dillard's to get my dress I want a I want a pageant I want a pageant yes. dress so yes I'm gonna and there's a difference and I didn't know I was like oh that's that prom dress would work as a pageant gown and they're like no no it doesn't and um I, so that's that's why we had it because there was no there's no used Henry's right mm-hmm Um, and I try and ball on a budget as much as I can, but at the same time, a certain standard has to be met. So Mm -hmm. like, Hey, we have this huge space. Let's do this. So, well, there's a couple pieces that you've posted that I've been eyeing. It's just going to depend on, I'm not my pageant size anymore. So we're going to see if they fit me. I I I can appreciate that. I'm very excited to come see the Airbnbs and come see the space again, because I haven't been there in a couple years now. And I think you're going to love it. The girls have done an amazing job of just, and, and what's cool is our, our ward, our, uh, not our wardrobe, the workshop area. We've got it like three quarters of the way done. And here's why I need your guys's input, right? If where I have the mirrors, if you're like, this is terrible, they need to be over here. I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to move it. Right. So Mm -hmm. everything's three quarters of the way done. We've got every weekend in March booked with different um, pageant systems coming in. So this is, this is our research month, right? So I want to know, Hey, um, this is cool, but it would be better if you moved this over here or, you know what we need dry erase board, uh, you know, just different things like that. So I didn't want to finish it and then be like, Oh, well we were again, like we talked about, if somebody gives you 10 grand at the beginning of a business, you don't know how to allocate it to what you really need. So this is the same thing, right? Like I've got everything I know how to do almost all the way done. And then I want the professionals, which are you guys, to tell me how to finalize it, right? So um, I'm super excited to hear what ideas you girls have, um, like, hey, this is terrible, get rid of it, or hey, this is great, or move it over here, or, you know, whatever that, whatever ideas you guys have. So um, I, well, I think I'm you're really going to like it. Because so. yes. I have not seen that yet and we're all really excited that you are allowing us to come and do our workshop oh, there we're yeah. very grateful we're just if it wasn't for you, for you guys <laughs> well I here's what's funny is you say that and I'm like you guys realize if it wasn't for you girls I this would just be a, like an idea on a kitchen table somewhere like 
the whole reason I have a brand is because girls like you buy my work. Like, and, and I, I love that you're grateful for me, but I can promise you that we are, we're way, we're way ahead on that because of girls that have taken a shot on us back when, you know, I would set up at, at horse shows or rodeos and it was truly just a card table with some stuff set out on it. And now it's grid wall and led lights and carpet and like uh, this whole thing. Right. And I'm like, man, you know, it truly did just go from a card table with some random things thrown on it to an entire building with work in 20 countries. We were in vogue. Like it's insane. All because people chose to place their time and their money and their energy with us. And we've used that investment the best way we know how, and we still do. And that's where it's gotten us so far. So, well, I'm in awe of you. I've never actually gotten to talk to you, but I've been a fan. <laughs> so I'm glad we finally got to yes. connect and we'll and have we're to meet on too. again. We I will, hope so. I mean, I uh, hope yeah. so. Cause I, but yeah, Sarah, so. thank you so much. You for are taking so welcome. A huge, huge, huge thank you to Sarah Kelsey for coming on the show today. You were great. We can't wait to have you back on. We're so happy that you are now officially a friend of the show. If you would like to follow her, you can go to Instagram at Rainstone Lip Gloss. If you would like to check out her website, she is rainstonelipgloss.com. That is where you can find all of the earrings that she has in stock. And that is also where you can request a consultation to actually come in and do a custom match for a wedding pageant. You have something going on for a horse show, whatever it is, whatever you need. Honestly, if you just want a great pair of earrings, they'll be able to do a consult with you. If you want to come and stay in person, she has Airbnbs right above her store to make it very convenient. You can make it a whole girl's day. And then on top of that, if you would like to check out her book, it is called The Game Changer. It is a number one bestseller and it's how to win in life by doing simple actions. Thank you, Sarah, so much. We are currently booking our next guest. So follow us on Instagram at pageantbuzzpod and send us a DM if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast.